Hey, Rose, do you ever call up Royally Obsessed on Alexa? It's one of the easiest ways to listen to the pod. You can hear our latest episode every week there, thanks to Amazon Music, which has a full catalog of podcasts, including Royally Obsessed. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play Royally Obsessed on Amazon Music. Oh, no, mine is listening to me say that right at this moment. <laughs> a royal reminder, new episodes drop every Thursday. Tune in on Amazon Music. Now on to the show. Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Hi, welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Lisa Ryan. And I'm Caitlin Menza. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know, and also just some fun royal stories. <laughs> yes. Um, please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review. And you can also send us an email at info at Today, we are catching up on Megan's last appearance as a senior royal. Um, and then we have some listeners sharing their favorite royal moments. And then Caitlin and I are going to share a couple of fun royal stories. Yeah, our personal favorite anecdotes that always make us happy when we're thinking about the royals. Yes, and we don't know if you can tell, but... Uh, things are a little bit different sounding, at least with this recording. We are not in the same place. This has never happened, of course. We've never recorded separately, but obviously you guys might know what's happening on this planet Earth that we all reside on. And so right now, Lisa's in her home and I'm in my home and we are recording on Skype and hopefully it sounds pretty good. We're doing the social distancing thing and being as safe as possible. And we hope everybody else out there is doing the same and staying healthy and sane and calm and washing their hands. And we know how much we've been turning to podcasts for entertainment and, you know, lighthearted relief during a a pretty stressful time in the world. So (laughs) that's what we're just trying to do today. We're going to keep things really light, just try to keep it really fun. And we hope you guys enjoy. Yes. Um, And I think we have uh, Royal Refreshments. And now it's time for the Weekly Royal Cocktail. You have one there and I have one here. I don't know if you're drinking because you're doing a a little bit more work today uh, than I am doing. What are you drinking right now? I'm drinking water because I work in news and (laughs) I don't have time to do anything other than cover news. Yes. Well, we very much appreciate all the work that you're doing. Um, All the things I work on are lifestyle-y these days, so they're not super important and I do not need to be sober for them. So I am drinking some Irish whiskey because we are recording on St. Patrick's Day. What a weird St. Patrick's Day. It is not the day for green beer and um, hanging out at Irish pubs, alas, but I am having some Irish whiskey and it is delicious. Are you drinking it neat? I am because I'm a really cool girl. Wow. Rachel Handler, watch out. Finally, Kim Menza caught up to you. (laughs) Very hip. It's really hard to drink and I take sips of water immediately afterwards. Yeah, I don't know. I I can't do it. I need like heavy mixers, but I'm enjoying my water straight (laughs) from the tap. I'm sure. NYC tap water. Love it, man. We really do. (laughs) 
So let's kick things off with a listener email. Caitlin, would you like to do the honors? Yes. I know I said that we were keeping it light, but this one is a little bit more serious. It's from an anonymous listener, and she said, Dear Lisa and Caitlin, I'm not one to write into podcasts or even have a large internet footprint, but I felt the urge to write to you too. Um, I never was a fan of the Royals growing up or much cared for them. It wasn't until Meghan Markle that I developed a fascination with them. I used to watch Suits and had the biggest crush on Meghan, so naturally I followed her every move once she got engaged to Harry. I found your podcast last summer and have been listening ever since. I found out two days ago while on spring break that I would not be returning to college for the remainder of the semester during my senior year. I've been absolutely devastated, uh, which I realize is a bit overdramatic. I'd gotten the lead in a play that was supposed to go overseas this summer and is now canceled. Can I just say any college students listening, I know that there are bigger issues in the world right now in terms of just scary, scary stuff happening, but I really feel for everybody who had their college semesters cut short. One of my cousins is a senior and it's just so hard Mm. to imagine, you know, your college experience ending that way. Um, But the listener ended the letter saying uh, my school's out of state and none of my college friends will be in the same state as I currently am now. Um, For the next few months, it will be as if I'm in quarantine and living with my parents. It looks like I'm going to be in quarantine living with my parents. Um, And so this podcast makes me feel so much better as if the world weren't in a shambles. So thank you so much. And I'll continue listening every week. Um, It continues to be a bright spot. I hope you ladies stay well and take care. Um, Again, thank you so much. It's really an honor to provide any sort of relief. (laughs) Yeah, any sort of relief right now. We're really, really happy to provide. I know everyone's going a little stir crazy. I love hearing all the tips about what people are doing to stay to stay with it. I really love hearing about people's journeys between their daytime sweatpants and their nighttime sweatpants because oh my goodness. that's a journey that I'm on and I get it. <laughs> like I moved from the yoga pants, no, the sweatpants from sleep to yoga pants to sweatpants. Well, yoga pants are like tighter, so it's like a real professional pant. I completely understand that that move. For me, the way I like to mark the time is around five o'clock. I'm like, oh, should we have happy hour now? <laughs> um, and then, you know, maybe preparing a meal for seven hours with my boyfriend. That's been sort of the move. Um, but however you're marking the time, however you're staying safe and sane, I am happy to hear those ideas. I'm going to try yoga tonight after this podcast, I think. Um, and then Pilates. we have, oh yeah, that's good too. Um, and then we have this week in real history, which is kind of a, a silly one. Well, it's not silly. It's actually kind of sad, but, um, it's a version of social <laughs> distancing. March 19th, 1976, when Princess Margaret and Lord Snowden announced their separation. After 16 years of marriage. Yes. And tons of speculation. Um, So the statement from the palace said, HRH, the Princess Margaret, Countess of Snowden, and the Earl of Snowden have mutually agreed to live apart. Uh, The princess will carry out her public duties and functions unaccompanied by Lord Snowden. There are no plans for divorce proceedings. Just a pause to say that I know it's kind of a typical thing that they would always do to say there's no plans for divorce, but I don't know why they would say that. I feel like we've done a lot of these week in royal history where we mention like someone's separation announcement and it's always like there's no plans to divorce. And it's like, well, if there are no plans to divorce, why would you go to all the drama of releasing a separation statement to the entire planet Earth? Yeah, you know, I think it's I'm sure it's a formality. I'm sure there's a reason why they do it. But it always struck me as a little bit strange. And especially in this case where those two were really 
pretty major and very public disasters. At least their marriages were. And like they were both with other people by then that everyone knew about, um, which also you might have seen on this season of The Crown, this most recent season. So like it's a little, I don't know, it just strikes me as a little silly. But of course, it was desperately sad. And at the time, they had a 14-year-old son and an 11-year-old daughter. And those are really tough ages for, you know, there's never a great age for your plant, for your parents to separate, but that's an especially tough age, like middle school. Ugh. Um, so yeah, that happened. But And then a few years later, on that same day, March 19th, 1992, Fergie and Prince Andrew announced it's that they were splitting. So... <laughs> That day is just not a good day for what marriage, is it about I guess. Late March. I don't know, but exactly what I would say it's I feel like we sort of got into this a couple of weeks ago when we were discussing all of the more recent, um, like the current modern marriage splits that have been happening. And I think it's because you go through the holidays and you're like, I can't take one more holiday season, or like that's where you tell your families that it this is no longer tenable, you know? And then you announce it to the public like Q1. That would be my my business sense because I am a business expert, so I know things. <laughs> That's how I would have handled it. You're really good at, yeah, well, you are. You're a business expert. I would turn to you for advice. I use terms like Q1 to show how smart I am about business and economics. Um, anyway, so those happened on March, both happened on March 19th. Really crazy. Um, and so let's see, shall we go on to... Some corona updates first. So, uh, you know, the biggest story in the world is obviously the coronavirus. And Town & Country on their homepage has this really big story um, with the title, The Best Thing the Royal Family Can Do Right Now Is Stay at Home. And I saw this story after Caitlin and I were messaging earlier about um, Princess Anne being out at a horse event. Of course, a horse event. It has to be a horse event. And we were just a little bit surprised by that um, because... I mean, we don't know what the reality is in different countries, but right now in the U.S., or at least in New York um, and California and other states, everyone's really um, being serious about practicing social distancing. So that was kind of um, surprising to see. But um, basically, the royal family, according to town and country, has a tendency to, you know, like never complain, keep calm, carry on, um, always try to be visible. But they're saying at this time, it's not the time for that. They really need to just stay home. And set an example. Over the last couple of days and week, and obviously the news has changed so much every single day, which is why it's also overwhelming. But the news started with a trickle, like, okay, so Charles and Camilla aren't going to go on their trip to the their planned trip to the Balkans. Or okay, this event is being canceled and this tour is being canceled. And then we learned that, you know, the Queen um and Prince Philip are at they've gone to Windsor Castle to sort of ride this out and all these different ways that everyone's dealing with everything. And of course, the way they're dealing is just canceling everything. And that's the only thing that you can possibly do. And yes, it's possible for us to speculate like, will Trooping the Color happen in June or will this happen in May? All the things that would usually happen. And of course, the answer is we don't know. They don't know. Nobody really knows. We don't know how long this will last. So at first, all those cancellations seemed like, you know, big news. And now it's just how we live. So um, I was really surprised to see them post something about Princess Anne doing a horse conference yesterday because it was posted today, Tuesday, the day we're recording. Um, And immediately all the commenters uh, were saying, like, this is really kind of tone deaf from you guys and this is not what we're supposed to be doing right now. And to be at, like, a big horse party is not what – it's not the best example to lead. So – I don't know. Um, I did really like the image, like the sort of paparazzi image of Queen Elizabeth going to Windsor Castle because she had that classic 
uh, like resting scary face of hers. She's wearing sunglasses and she just <laughs> looks like no nonsense, like get me out of here. Like it just seemed like a very meme worthy image. So that was, that was the only funny part of the whole thing. Um, there have of course been reports about Megan and Harry and whether they got back to Canada safely. It seems like they did. Um, of course it's been, you know, eight days since the Commonwealth day in the UK. So I'm sure they have, you know, gotten home by now. Um, there have been some reports that Megan is making people wear gloves, which, okay, like, obviously. Every picture I see of a celebrity now, everyone's wearing gloves at the supermarket. That's just being healthy and cautious. It just, to see, of course, the spin of, like, Megan Markle's taking this really seriously and emphasizing hygiene to her staff. It's like, oh, wow, typical crazy Megan <laughs> demanding hygiene. During a global pandemic. She's worried about other people. Yeah, no, it's it's all ridiculous. And it's I'm kind of surprised that people, well, I don't know I'm ever surprised because these tabloids will always go lower than you could possibly expect. But like, I was actually surprised to see a headline about her stressing the importance of hygiene as if that was a bad thing. Because currently I'm in an apartment and, you know, we're expecting to not really leave apartments for who knows right. how long. And like, that is... That's the state of our lives. That's the state of so many lives around the world. And so why would you ever try to shame someone for allegedly, and like who even knows if this is true, but like allegedly taking a pandemic seriously? Like that's the most- Yeah, it's very strange. Okay, so while we're on the Sussex beat, we also know, of course, we saw Meghan and Harry at Commonwealth Day last week. Um, But it turns out after we recorded and after the day happened, we got further reports that uh, Meghan had done sort of a final engagement as a senior working royal that was more private, like didn't have a walkabout. And that was a meeting with 22 students who had received scholarships from the Association of Commonwealth Universities, the ACU, of which Meghan is, of course, a patron and will apparently continue to be a patron. So she was meeting with students from all around the world, which again is just like such a classic, um, perfect event for Megan to meet with all these students. And she gave a speech where she talked about how she herself was a scholarship student and how important it is that everyone have access to an education. Um, she wore, you know, this beautiful navy dress, like very sort of subdued and serious. And um, only three journalists were allowed, it, se- it seems, into the event with the students. And all of them wrote about the profound sadness. That's a quote, profound sadness um, that permeated the event, um, that as soon as the students were ushered out, everyone got really emotional and were crying. And um, it is such an interesting, I'm I'm so glad that was like her final event. And I'm not surprised it got emotional. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not surprised either. That must be so difficult to leave a position that you didn't necessarily want to leave under the circumstances that drove you to leave. So I can only imagine how emotional and difficult that must be. And I'm sure that the sadness that and anger that so many of us felt and um, including (laughs) us, we all know what happened in our last episode. I'm sure that that is, we're not the only people that felt that way. And imagine if that was actually you going through what they went through. I can't even. So I really recommend reading the pieces. Um, they're in the Telegraph, um, and there was one from, of course, Omid Scobie and Harper's Bazaar. And Vanity Fair did a separate piece, just analyzing uh, town oh, and country. Yes, and town and country had one as well. And 
VF did a little piece just sort of analyzing the fact that these were the three journalists chosen and that this was maybe a peek at the kind of um, press coverage that the Sussexes will seek in the future and that they chose their three sort of favorite journalists and got more personal with them and and going that way instead of the Royal Rota system. And um, I just thought it was like an interest. I mean, of course, I'm into it because I'm in media. So I love that kind of like inside baseball stuff. But it was an interesting <laughs> peek at like who will be allowed permission and who will be given access and why. Um, but I guess overall, I'm just, I am, it's all extremely sad. I am very happy that um, Commonwealth Day didn't just end with that very chilly event at Westminster Abbey that we talked about last week that we were so upset about. I'm glad that Megan got to have one last hands-on event with you know, p- real humans, like real people who will benefit from her work and who are excited to see her. And I'm glad that they just got to have like that kind of ending to their time there, you know. And on another note, uh, Caitlin recently posted it in the Royally Obsessed Facebook group asking Ro Rose to send in their favorite royal anecdotes or stories or just different details or moments that make them smile. Because, you know, we all need to smile at such a really, really like unprecedented yeah. horrible time um so the responses were just <laughs> really really fun and i recommend everyone go and check out that thread but we can share some of them we we have a few selected yes. that are really fun uh so tracy shared a image of kate rolling her eyes in new york and then some people were like what exactly was this from but then caitlin explained Yes. So this was when it was, you know, they visited uh, New York a couple of years ago and they did an event. I believe it was in Brooklyn, this one, where they were wrapping gifts um, for charity, I assume, as I recall. And someone yelled at her in a typical sassy Brooklyn way, like, you better keep rapping. And she sort of did. I, I wouldn't even call it an eye roll. It was just sort of like she made her eyes a little bit bigger. Like, uh, what did you just say? But it was less of like a duchess saying that. I would. It feels like and more her just being like how why would you talk to somebody like that? So that was very amusing. Um, Holly suggest like um, she shared the gif of Harry doing the mic drop boom with his grandmother, which as I recall, I always forget because now it's such an iconic like reaction gif that people use all the time. But I believe this was when um, it was a response to President Obama because it was a sort of Invictus Games like trash talking video thing that they were doing. It was all absolutely in jest, of course, but it was like they were doing videos back and forth to promote this and I just loved that he got the queen involved. That was like super cute. Um, Oh, and Rachel posted um, from Trooping the Color when we see Louis and he's just looking so angry. Oh my God. (laughs) And then also his like intense wave. Yes, his huge, where he like hits Camilla because he's waving so hard. That was super, super cute. Of course, there were lots of moments with the kids. Um, the Louis moment, um, I liked the, several people shared when Charlotte stuck her tongue out at that, like, um, the the boating event that they had last summer. So she's all sporty and but like boat looking. And then she sticks her tongue out at the crowd. That was really cute. Um, Lindsay shared maybe one of my all-time favorite moments in life, let alone with the Royals, which was when Prince George in his little robe met President Obama and he looks so suspicious. Um, I just think that photo, I've said this before, is going to follow him throughout his life because it's just so, so charming. I love that his robe says George on the lapel. Um, Lindsay also shared um, the little gif of Harry spotting Kate Middleton at the Cambridge wedding in 2011. He sees her before William sees her and mouths, wait until you see her or says it to her. But the, the eagle eyed sort of lip readers 
think that he's saying, wait until you see her, which is incredibly sweet. And then another thing that Tracy shared, British royalty meeting American royalty part one. And it's when uh, Kate and William were at the Barclay Center and they met um, Jay-Z and Beyonce. And then uh, she has the moment where at the Lion King premiere, which feels like years ago, I can't believe that was within the last calendar year. Um, when Harry and Meghan are meeting Beyonce and Jay-Z. And that, of course, was such an important, beautiful moment where the image that she shared is of um, Harry kissing Beyonce on the cheek. But we all know the like remarkable, warm moment between Beyonce and Meghan when she they're just hugging and oh, like warms my heart. And she said, like, my, our princess or something like that. That was so lovely. Yeah, like my princess. So um, there was also several people shared photos of Princess Diana moments. And so there was one um, from, let's see, uh, Julie, where it's Diana and Fergie. And they look like they're at a polo event, like Royal Ascot. And they're poking the woman in front of them, like in the butt with umbrellas. So that's (laughs) very cute. And another Diana moment where she seems to be walking into a ball. And she sort of fluffs her hair a little bit uh, with her hands. Like, don't I look cute in front of the photographers? Which is really cute. Um, or maybe to the journalists. I don't know what she was up to, but really cute stuff. I love how just there are certain videos and moments that that crush all of us. Um, there was another one with um, Charlotte when she was at that, when they were on that Canada tour at that party with the balloon arch. And Charlotte just like leaps out of Kate's arms and runs towards the balloon arch and starts to like grab at the balloons. Really cute stuff. I love it all. Mm-hmm. It was so lovely, Caitlin. I'm glad you asked for that thread because that, many smiles to my otherwise smileless face. (laughs) Um, And now we want to share a couple of our own favorite stories. Um, So I'm just going to be quoting from a Pop Sugar article, but it's the, quote, little known story of Princess Diana and Freddie Mercury's wild night on the town. So um, a few years ago, there was a memoir by actress Cleo Rocco's who said that she, um, Freddie, and Princess Diana were sipping champagne, and I love this, watching reruns of Golden Girls in the mid-'80s. Um, As you do. <laughs> right? And they were at someone else's home one night, and they were creating their own subplots for the sitcom, and but with, of course, a, quote, much naughtier storyline. And then um, when Diana found out that the whole crew was going to the infamous gay bar um, Royal Vauxhall, tavern later that night diana asked if she could tag along and the group was reportedly skeptical at first but then um they were like and you know of course like the media would be all over that diana couldn't just go to a gay club and have fun so um after freddie mercury reportedly said go on let the girl have some fun they allegedly um, concocted a plan where diana would disguise herself in the drag costume that someone else was going to wear that night And so they dressed her in an army jacket, aviator sunglasses, and a leather cap. And she apparently looked like a rather eccentrically dressed gay male model. And apparently (laughs) the disguise was a success. And they just had like the funnest night. And she, uh, Princess Diana, sipped white wine and beer. And it was only 20 minutes. But I'm sure for her that felt like a really fun lifetime. And, you know, especially since we just saw the Diana musical Oh my God, I can't even believe that was only like two weeks ago. Everything <laughs> has changed so much. It's so crazy. I know. But when we saw that, you were really got to, well, they really explored the fun side of Diana who just wanted to listen to, you know, fun music and have a good time. But she was really like pulled into a kind of stuffy um, position that she wasn't necessarily super thrilled about. And so this is just a super fun story. I like it. I think it's really nice. I love it. And it, it seems that, yes, Diana was able to maintain her, um, 
you know, little costume. But I do wonder if I were anyone who had gone to that gay bar that entire year, I'd be like, was I there the night that Diana and Freddie Mercury were there, <laughs> like in disguise? I would always be like, I can't believe I missed that. Or what did I miss it? I just, I would obsess over that memory. Um, from my own favorite go-to anecdote, when I thought about this, I was like, what fun, what moment always makes me smile? The first one that came to mind is actually kind of sick in retrospect because what always makes me laugh is actually Princess Charlotte throwing a tantrum. So when they did uh, their tour of Germany and Poland three years ago, so, you know, Charlotte was so little. She's really just a toddler baby, you know, and she throws a little tiny tantrum on the tarmac as they're about to get on a helicopter in Hamburg, Germany, because her mom, Kate Middleton, takes a folder out of her hand. And you can see, if you watch the video, her start to have the tantrum and her and Kate's like please don't have this tantrum and then she throws herself on the ground (laughs) in that toddler way of like nope I'm not doing that so that I felt was too easy because of course it's a moment with the kids so I wanted to dig into something a little bit deeper so I found another tantrum so we've mentioned (laughs) this book in the past but one of the all-time classic royal biographies or royal books is the book from Marion Crawford that she wrote about being the governess to then Princess Elizabeth and Princess Margaret. Um, And so it gave so much info about what they were like when they were little kids. And one of the anecdotes she shared was that um, once she was sitting outside the classroom, one of the rooms while the girls were having classes from their teacher, and she heard a scream and she went in and it was the fact that Princess Elizabeth had dumped a bottle of ink over her own head because she was frustrated during a French lesson. (laughs) And this scream like came from the mademoiselle who was teaching them. And she recounts like blue ink dripping down the blonde sort of brown curls that Elizabeth had at the time. Um, And apparently the teacher quit not long after. So, you know, we always, I know we always hear stories about how Elizabeth was a perfect type A, like older sister student. Um, But she gets frustrated, too. And I thought that that was not to, like, extend a metaphor too hard, but, like, I'm feeling a little tantrum-y these days or it depends on the day. And I, you know, I'm feeling a little stir-crazy and I'm not yet dumping bottles of ink on my head. But maybe that's just because I have no access to ink, you know? Maybe. Who knows? We'll see where I go. We'll see where this whiskey goes. But, yeah, I just loved that story. I love it, too. So before we adjourn the Royal Pod, um, for highs and lows, let's just go through our highs of that Facebook group uh, list. I think like that's what we should do. Like, What else are we going to say? It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. Honestly, my high, I have yeah. two highs. Any, anything involving Beyonce, solidly. Mm, absolutely correct. And then I also really did like any of the images of Diana looking really cheeky. Just made me kind of happy to see those. Yes. Yes. Um, my high is, of course, always the gift that I shared first, which is Prince George throwing the building. <laughs> I just love that. For, forever, forever, forever. I loved that entire tour in Australia. I loved him throwing the bilby. It's just an instant smile to my face, and I hope it feels the same way for you guys. Um, so you guys can drop us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com. And uh, we have a review. Would you like to read it, Caitlin? 
Sure. It's yet another anonymous one. Um, A longtime listener, and each episode makes me so happy to get a royal scoop. They are kind and fair when discussing the members of this amazing family. I really appreciate their dedication with a new episode every week. (laughs) Also, what part of New Jersey are we talking? So that's from H. Um, It was just signed H. So New Jersey, that's me. Um, I am from New Jersey. I was born in central New Jersey, right near Rutgers University. Um, I moved around a bunch, uh, but I went to high school on the Jersey Shore. So I feel especially attached. Like Bon Jovi. Like Bon Jovi. I'm also, I'm wearing a t-shirt from my high school right now from where I was a peer counselor. Maybe Lisa can see it on the Skype session that we're on right now. It says beach <laughs> peer counselors, beach peer counselors. Nice. Um, so yes, that, that's, that is where, and yes, uh, I'm excited to bring you guys episodes every week. And this is probably the greatest lengths we've we've gone to to do an episode before. We'll see how it turns out. Um, so please remember <laughs> to subscribe to the podcast and you can leave us a five-star review like that one. Um, you guys can follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. I'm on social media at Lisa Raya on Twitter and Instagram. And Caitlin, how can we follow you? You can follow me at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z on Twitter and Instagram. I'm sharing all the cooking I'm doing. And by me, I mean my boyfriend is doing. (laughs) It's fun. Um, (laughs) It's fun to eat. And until next week, please, everyone, stay safe. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself. Take every precaution. And God save the pod. Take naps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. God save the pod. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.